0: Hello, everybody. You're probably thinking, hmm, Travis sounds different today. And yes, I'm currently getting over a slight cold from last week, and I'm actually not Travis. My name is Finner, and I'm currently interning with the amazing team here at Fool and Scholar Productions. And I'm here today to tell you about the last city. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven a geo-engineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wandering, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, the Last City stars actors like Ray Sehorn, Jeannie Torado, and Maury Sterling. You can follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. A big thanks to Wondery for supporting shows like The White Vault. And now, on with the scheduled programming.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
2: Please stick around until after the credits for some very important updates from the show's creator, KA Stats.
3: The following documents and recordings are the tenth installment in a compilation detailing the events of the repair team sent to Outpost Freestead, consisting of Dr. Rosa Della Torre, Walter Heath, Graham Kasner, Dr. Karina Schumacher Weiss, and Jonas Thornenson. In the winter months, Girl storms in Svalbard can reach wind speeds of 130 km per hour. Accompanied by or following snowfall, such storms can reduce visibility dramatically, more so in the winter months of the polar night. During these storms, travel is not advised. The White Vault During the previous instalment, the assessment repair team awaked to an unexpected outing, only to find more happenings on the horizon. The first recording is from the station's transmitter's recorder. It had been left on overnight.
4: Get up. Kazna! Uh,
1: Graham, where are you going?
4: Where's Karina? The door is open.
1: Graham! Outside! Look!
5: Karina! Karina, get back in here! It's freezing. What's going on?
6: Karina up and walked out of the bunker, that's what. What? God, it's freezing in here again.
1: Go get her! She's not even in her gear! She'll freeze out there!
6: <laughs> mind the door.
4: Staring out into the dark, facing the wind, straight on.
1: Jonas, heat up some coffee and some blankets. Walter, clear the sofa off. Graham, put her on the sofa.
6: She's not even wearing her boots.
1: Guess that she's still asleep. Jonas, those blankets.
6: Yes, uh, a little warm. Smell like cold, though. Rosa, her ankle.
1: Yes, I see it. Oddly enough, get me something from the freezer. And the first aid kit under the desk.
6: Wow, that's swollen. Bag of frozen carrots okay
1: uh, yes toss it here
6: why was she out there
1: well she's still asleep a little windburn her ankle swollen up
4: and
5: her
1: clothes are soaked through no frostbite though
5: here the kid. anything in particular
1: Karina you're fine you were sleepwalking how
4: long was she out there
6: no frostbite so not long enough but
5: still too long
7: why are you Where are you here? Why do I feel so wet? You were sleepwalking. You went outside. Uh, sleepwalking? Oh, how did I get out of the door in my sleep? It's locked.
4: It is now. It was last night.
7: Regardless,
1: you hurt your ankle further by walking on it. Try not to move.
4: It's pretty strong this early in the morning.
1: Here, put this on. It'll help stop the stinging.
4: Jonas, come with me.
5: Okay. Coffee is ready, everyone. Pour yourself some if you'd like.
1: Give me a moment, and I'll get you some dry pants and socks. The snow has soaked you through, and you need to get dry.
7: Yes, yes, please. There's there's more clothes in my bag. Let's
3: see what we've got on this thing. The following note comes from the personal notepad of Mr. Thorninson. His writing is peculiarly small and shaky, which may possibly be caused by the cold temperatures noted earlier.
5: Kareena was the first to attack after thee, Karina gave us a frightening excuse to wake up this morning. noticed this first, and then the cold fills the room arena, sleepwalks apparently. She opened the door to the bunker and walked out into the blustering storm, in her bunker clothes and socks. I do not know how she could do such a thing without waking up. Apparently every step causes her pain due to her injured ankle, and she had several latches and locks to undo on the door. Those did not seem to stop her. I am glad I woke though, this place is beginning to plague me with nightmares. I figure I saw for only a brief glance at the village appears on the edge of my vision and my dreams as I wander the white night of this waste. I want all of this to be over so I can return home to more simpler worries there. Casimir pulled me aside to talk. He's worried about Karina and about the general safety of us all. He does not understand how Karina could have undone all the locks for the door while asleep. It seems shaken that somebody would just stand in the freezing snowstorm. Karina has no memory of It, it just happened body strolled on into the raging polar night and her mind had nothing to do with it. Gaston would like assistance later today checking the snowmobiles possibly preparing them for a departure. I can't do much so I think me helping mostly entail holding a flashlight for his convenience. And no one goes out alone. It's cold all the time. It never feels like it warm my core that I could ever stop shivering or hoping. My hand hurts, burns still, my finger has turned a little dark, perhaps a bruise is developing, nothing to complain to Rosa about, I wear my glove liners in the bunkers anyway, to hold on to any warmth I can, I just want to see this through and get home, I want to pick up my girls and see them smile over dinner, I want Hilda to know I work hard to give them the best life possible, to provide them with everything right of her to assign me to this expedition. I cannot disregard our larger projects forever. I keep thinking about their birthday. I can't believe they're growing up so fast. Maybe I should take them to the museum?
3: The following is an action report from Mr. Kasner. It was found torn out from the rest, crumpled into a ball, and thrown into the small trash bin near the transmitter. While well, the core is written in English, the first line is Russian, as well as the paragraph at the end. Russian is not one of the three languages permitted for reports submitted to the Seizure Group.
4: I should never have let us stay this long. It was intentional. Should I tell the others? We awoke this morning earlier than usual due to the increasing cold. The bunker door stood open and Dr. Schumacher Weiss was missing from the common room. Somehow, during the night, she had sleepwalked her way out into the wilderness, but she did not get far. When I went out to where she stood, she would not respond, so I picked her up and brought her back in. Dr. Dellatore assessed her injuries. Thankfully, she was not outside long enough for frostbite to set in. This event has only increased the anxiety and general level of unease the team has being stuck here during the storm. It is my professional recommendation that Siegea Group forego future winter repairs to Outpost Freestead and instead set up something else to act as a backup drop for those science rovers. Not only was this a dangerous mission to begin with, but also the actual work needing to be completed was finished shortly after our arrival. All other days have just been us waiting out the impassable weather conditions. Following this happening and our short breakfast, Mr. Thorierson accompanied me outside to aid me in assessing the snowmobiles. He stood with flashlight in one hand and shotgun in the other, acting as watch while I worked, which suited our cause, seeing as how he has no knowledge of what to do regarding the vehicles. I told him everything was fine. We all want to leave. Something is out there and it doesn't want us to leave. I apologize for my previous comment regarding Karina's declining mental state. I am starting to believe her. She said she jumped away from something tall and black. A vague description, but not dissimilar to the vague description given by Jonas after our second exploration of the theater. The scratches on the bunker's exterior are from no animal I can identify. Someone must have cut the generator wire. Walter is also sure that someone programmed the signal that got us out here to begin with. Karina said that the rovers were either programmed to not record radar data for the village area, or that it's programmed not to go near the area to begin with. Either way, this is not right. This storm... I know it sounds illogical, but it's not natural.
3: The following is a recording from Mr. Heath's personal computer.
6: Rosa, can I show you something?
1: Are you recording? Transmitter?
6: Yes, uh, well, I'm uh, recording us uh, talking about the recorded transmitter. Um, I left it recording overnight.
1: Walter, please, only good news.
6: I'm sorry, I can't accommodate that request.
1: Ah, fuck. Walter, what now?
6: I recorded overnight. I wanted to see if that weird transmission came back, or if, well, anything else happened. This is messed up, Rosa.
1: If you need me to hear something, play it now.
6: Here, put the headphones on. The computer's hooked up, it'll hear it. Walter!
1: Walter, what is this? The scratching, the laughing. How did this not wake us up? Is this some joke? And that thing, it said... Karina. it was.
6: it says Karina. This happened several times, Rosa. Throughout the night. Listen.
1: Walter! Shh. Tell Graham. Don't say a word to Karina.
6: It will only make her worse. Worse? Worse? The whole situation is worse. Who the fuck said it to begin with? Walter,
1: please. Let Graham listen. Jonas, too, if you like. But don't tell Karina.
6: I understand, and Karina is having a difficult time.
1: Now, coffee?
6: Kasner, how was it outside? Can I speak with you for a moment?
4: We can only hope the storm continues to let up,
6: although faster would be better. Is Karina still asleep? Ah, uh, yes, she is. I need you to hear something from the station recorder. Put these on. You and Rosa were made for each other. This
4: recording, when was it?
6: That one? It reads around one fifteen.
1: That is more than just the one, Graham.
6: Are they all like that? Do they all say that? Yes, I found the uh, happenings at several time marks. Uh, 115, 2.49, 3.37, 4.06, 5.54, 6.39. And the last one was at 7.17. And it records Karina getting up, opening the door, and walking out. The
1: storm's letting up, correct?
6: Slightly. Over time, yes.
1: Then soon, hopefully, we can get the fuck out of here. I'll
6: tell Jonas later about this. Tell me what? Jonas! Don't sneak up on people. Certainly in such a situation. What situation? Listen, Jonas...
3: The following is a personal document from the notes of Dr. Della Torre. Her writing is slightly askew, as though written quickly and without her full attention.
1: Estamos listos para irnos al carajo con Svalbard. No regresare después de esto. Los grupos mineros y el turismo exclusivo podrán vagar muy bien, pero esto lo que. We are all ready to leave, to hell with Svalbard. I won't be coming back after this. The mining groups and exclusive tourism jobs may pay well, but I can get that anywhere. I'd even go back home after this, see the sun, eat fresh fruit, and drink real fresh coffee. I don't mind the polar night, but this storm... I worry for Karina's decline. I worry for what Walter found on the recordings. Something saying her name. If it was calling to her, was her sweepwalking a response? If she was sleepwalking, it could have been her on the recording to begin with. How did this become an option? Writing helps, odd as it sounds. To write it all down and see it on a page seems to make it more sensible. Otherwise, even I am afraid I will be going a bit crazy. The scratches, the heart in the box, the whole old stone village under the ice. Oh, why does this lunacy manifest in this dark, endless cold? If someone tried to tell me this shit... I wouldn't believe them. I need to eat something.
3: The following is a video recording from Dr. Weiss's phone.
7: Meine Gedanken, meine Gefühle sagen mir, dass <laughs> ich niemals aus dieser weißen Einöde komme. Diese Vorahnung gründet nicht in Fakten, sondern eher in einem Bauchgefühl. My thoughts, my feelings tell me that I will never get out of this white wasteland. This premonition isn't based in facts, but in my gut feeling, which tell me that I can never leave this place. I will die here, this I know. But I will fight it. And yet, I cannot bring myself not to say goodbye. I wish dearly to see you again. Oh Rolf, Mama, Papa. I've been watching videos of you on my phone. The ones we took on Christmas and the ones you sent me as video responses before I left. But it's such a poor substitute. Rolf, I'm sorry I will miss our engagement. I found out by mistake, but the idea of it only gives me joy. I think that we would have had a wonderful life in our wonderful house, with perhaps a child in the years to come. I'm sorry you won't get your rematch with me in the library that I'll never get to organize your books for you like I promised. I'm sorry I will never see you in the park or on our wedding day. I love you and I hope you find happiness. Mama, Papa, you are the reason I became the woman I am today. I'm sorry I'm leaving. I regret coming here. I should have stayed for the party, for the engagement. ''Work first, always a flaw,'' you said. ''I cannot express how it feels to know I'll never be able to see you again. ''You've been the constant in my life.
3: ''I love you both.'' This recording comes from the station recorder, which Mr Heath decided to leave on for yet another night. This was explained at the beginning of the recording but is followed shortly after by hours of empty time and the occasional snore. The following section of the recording begins at the timestamp of 3.26am.
6: Took her, Jonas. She said she saw something and we didn't believe her. But guess what? People can't pull themselves through doorways and down hatches, Jonas. I saw it too, Walter. We should have believed her. We should have warned her. The recordings,
4: Walter.
1: We need to get her, Graham.
4: I don't know what it was, Rosa. What? What did it look like? Oh, God, Graham. It dragged her away. Just pull her. Like nothing. I didn't see it. I I saw a
6: hand. A hand? Let me guess. Black. Long, maybe. What do we do? What <laughs> happened out there? Someone will need to clean up the blood. We get her back, right? Well, you have to find her. Or we leave? Do we just leave? Can we leave?
4: The marks, the
1: blood! It went down the hatch. Wide open.
6: Our door was locked from the
4: inside. The hatch was closed. The auxiliary bunker was locked. The door. I check every time. She has a family, a Rolf. Is that thing still on? Shut it off.
3: This short singular note by Mr Heath was sprawled on a note card by the transmitter in a shaky hand.
6: Karina's gone. Something took her. Something is out here. We need to find her. We need to leave. We need to leave.
3: This concludes those documents related to the night Dr. Schumacher-Weiss disappeared and thus completes the 10th collection of information regarding the repair team at Outpost Freestead. The White Vault
8: this is K.A. Stats, the writer and creator of The White Vault. We hope you enjoyed our first season and we want to thank you for listening. We have so much planned for future seasons of The White Vault and we will be returning in October with season two. I'm joined now with our producer, Travis Groff, the other half of Fool and Scholar Productions.
2: Before we get much further, we really need to give credit to our amazingly talented cast, half of which this is the premiere performance of. David Alt brings Walter Heath to life. Peter Lewis is Graham Kasner. Lani Manila is Dr. Rosa De La Torre. Aether Vithjarson is Jonas Thorson. Kessie Rilineke is Dr. Karina Schumacher-Weiss. And Hem Cleveland is the documentarian. Our cover art was created by Kessie Rilineke, and the White Vault theme, Unsealed, was composed by Brandon Boone. You can hear more works by Brandon Boone and more stories by David and Peter on the No Sleep Horror Podcast. The White Vault is mixed and mastered by Brandon Strader, produced and edited by Travis Fengroff, and most importantly, created and written by K.A. Stats. The White Vault is a Fool and Scholar production. Copyright 2018.
8: Season 1 of The White Vault was sponsored by Rode Microphones and Klipsch Audio. Rode is an Australian company that specializes in the creation of quality microphones, from strong entry-level kits to higher-end microphones. Their sound is legendary. The White Vault is also thankful for the support of Klipsch Audio. Engineered to deliver the power, detail, and emotion of the premium audio experience, Klipsch Reference Headphones help us create and convey our stories across continents. Klipsch, you can buy happiness, it's copper and black.
2: The White Vault is also supported by our Fool and Scholar Patreon team. Special thanks to Patreon supporters Zach Israel, Dax Haverlack, Luke Baker, Maria C., Ariana Brandon, Austin Barth, Chris Enrico, Eli and Sean of Alba Salix, Ian Berry, our hero intronaut, Maddie, Citizen Keno, Caden Braz, Scott Morrison, Jennifer Clinkenbeard, Dr. Scott, John Grills of the Creepy Podcast, Kat Sanzo, and Jonathan Wade. If you enjoy the show, become a patron. Patrons get access to special bonus content such as bloopers, additional episodes, and even patron-exclusive miniseries. We may sound like we're pushing our Patreon a lot, but that's because the main Fool and Scholar team is just Caitlin and... Myself and our dog Izo. We're not a large soulless corporation yet, and we're still striving to create great content with limited funds.
8: If you cannot become a patron, please rate and review our show on either Apple, iTunes, or Podchaser. Every time we receive a new positive review, it helps potential listeners choose the White Vault. During our summer break, before the beginning of the White Vault Season 2 in October, we will be releasing a few pieces of summer content to the public. These include a Parisian prequel actor interviews, and more, so stay subscribed. Thank you for listening, for supporting Indy, and we'll join you for the next adventure.
4: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth